Welcome, worship leaders. You're going to want to take notes during this episode. You can use these four questions today as you think about your ministry, or you can use them with your leadership team as you start making plans for the future. Either way, we're so glad you're here for the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. I'm joined here in the studio with Tim and Clint, and we will jump right in today. Yeah, these were actually somewhere along the way. I ran across a uh, PDF on the internet of high impact church boards written by a guy named TJ Addington. And, um, I don't know how this, you know, I guess it's a book, but somehow it was out on the internet. I just mm-hmm. perused through it. And then these questions stuck out and I've thought about these questions a lot since then. And they are great for anybody serving in ministry leadership mm-hmm. and, uh, helping your church move to the next direction. And I think we've talked about these before somewhere, but I'm not sure if we did or not. So we thought we'd do a podcast here for worship leaders. Yeah. These questions. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and these are good and I can see, uh, them being, in use that your you know your your worship team gatherings or with your team members or leaders or even honestly this is these are questions that like your whole church staff or ministry team can really take a look at but um i'm just going to go in and, and share the four questions real quick and we can talk about them um and then we'll wrap up but here they are here are the four of them the first one is who are we second one is why do we exist third one is where are we going and the fourth one is how will we get there? Yep, these are really good, and it gets you thinking about your ministry role. And here's just a couple thoughts, and and really our podcast script today is wide open. Like we're just going to throw out things yep. based on these questions. But a couple thoughts to get us started. One is that clarity is a huge deal for you as a leader, and it's really an important part of what we do. Clarity for what you're trying to accomplish, where you're headed. People are going to respond to that, and it's always going to help take it up a notch. And the second thought just in general about these questions is that taking steps is really the only way to grow your ministry. So if you're waiting around for the one big day that you're going to overhaul it all, Mm -hmm. that day's never going to come. You're going to have to take steps just to improve and get things going. And it's those little steps kind of daily and weekly um, that everything's going to change and you're going to create conditions where you're really excited about where you're serving. So you really can't grow overnight. And so these questions kind of help you think about you know all those things so i don't know what else comes to mind for you guys but uh there's there's a lot in these questions that's for sure yeah so for me um it kind of makes me think of uh, a couple weeks back in our student ministry we were talking about second corinthians 6 where paul was talking about being equally yoked okay and then that obviously went to like oh so we throw eggs at people you know student ministry where do they go but then so it <laughs> talked about what a yoke was you know and talking about how they it, probably it, they probably cracked themselves up thinking about that oh no <laughs> <laughs> well they weren't scrambled about it but um so we we talked about like the actual device of a yoke that held animals together right and 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 how we did that in activity where it's like okay you guys are you do a race or whatever, and it's like okay, one person you have to walk slower, or you have to only hop on one leg. And we talked about being equally yoked. Well, like how difficult it is, and how you're going to not go on the straight line, or you're going to go left or right, or you're going to try to go different directions. And these questions, to me, puts a team equally yoked. If if we can answer these questions and we know these answers, well, you're going to be equally yoked, and you're going to be pushing full steam ahead in the same direction. Yeah. So I like this. I like these questions. And also these questions can, you know, some of this changes. Oh, yeah. uh, Just some of the things like 
where are we going? Mm-hmm. Different seasons, you're heading, you're you're shooting for a different goal, definitely. Or how are we gonna get there? That definitely changes sometimes. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, yeah, we all we all know in the last two years how how do we get there is completely different. Yeah. So that's really true. Yeah. Well, um, one of these uh, one of these questions is um, who who are we, and that really does deal with kind of the uh, DNA of your group, and. I I think I haven't done this in a while. We've we've done it before with our worship team, but I think if we sat down with everybody around dinner, that's probably why we haven't done it because we haven't sat down around dinner in a while. But um, if we sat down, everybody's sitting around together, and we ask, "Who are we as a group?" There would really be some amazing and interesting uh, answers. A lot of conversation would happen, like, "How did this begin? Where? How did you get involved in this? Who who are we as like a team?" And and um, uh, helping people see that. Um, there's a difference between what we were and what we are now mm-hmm. and how your life is different being a part of, you know, not being a part of this and all of a sudden being a part of it. All that stuff kind of helps us figure out the DNA of our group and that whole thing kind of kicks kicks it off. And then another thing about this is is that um, these questions will help your work and ministry become more focused. And I think that's a big thing for volunteers because if you have a whole bunch of volunteers serving and worship ministry does have a, one of the places in the church, in addition to children's ministry volunteers and hospitality ministry volunteers, there's like an army of those people. And if you just have, you know, as a leader, you're thinking about stuff all the time. And as a volunteer, you're thinking about stuff on, you know, the week you're up. And so you just, it's good for volunteers to be able to say, how are we going to get there? Like, where are we going? We want to be, this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. How are we going to do that? Well, every week you're going to do this, or we're going to do this together, and they have something to sink their teeth into. Yeah, so that, that's so good, and that's that's all about you know passing your vision on, you know, um, and like you said, I mean, we have there's volunteers who. I mean, you said they think it from, you know, maybe week to week when they serve, but really, you know, it's like they probably get that email reminder on Saturday, like, hey, we'll see you in the morning or whatever. If you have it set up to go out, they're like, oh, yeah, I got to be there in the morning, (laughs) you know? So sometimes, you know, like, you know, um, they aren't actually thinking about it. But like, if we share that vision, like over when we're breaking bread, you know, um, that's huge because even when they're busy in life and they're like scatterbrained, like we all are, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's tomorrow morning. They know like, oh yeah, okay, I'm knowing I'm showing up ready. I know what I gotta do. I know what the purpose is. I know, you know, if I'm in the building, if I'm in the parking lot, if I'm at the door, wherever I'm at doing what my I'm going with hospitality, because you yeah. mentioned hospitality. Um we know our purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. That's good. Here's one other thought, and uh and then we can slowly wrap up because really I just wanted to share these four questions, but if we just said that the podcast would be too short. But um <laughs> one other thought is some of these questions will bring clarity about what you need to stop doing. So if you are trying to get somewhere, how are we going to get there? Well, we may have to prune some things, free up some time, and quit doing some things that are taking up too much of our energy and resources. So that's another big uh, a big fruit from asking these questions together with your group. That is so good. I mean, how many things in the church, I mean, any organization, but well, let's just go with the church. How many things in the church are we doing because... You know, I'm going to say it's what we've always done. It's what we do. Yada, yada. You know, you know, great grandma, such and such started this and we're still doing it. And and um, it's not to say that those things are actually bad. But like if 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 everything we're doing isn't 
lining up with our purpose, then even if it's a good thing, we don't need to be doing it. You know, yep. it's uh, that's so good. That's that is in so many churches fall into that trap. And, it's, it's, and I can see how because oh yeah because you know being a part of a ministry that's gone on for a couple decades we do a lot of stuff that you know I run around talking to people that hey we've been doing this since blah 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 <laughs> and their response is awesome I mean like they, it's just it's just like human yeah. nature like if it's if it's happening you just it's hard to get out of the tradition mindset yeah uh, tradition about anything not just traditional stuff but oh yeah uh, so I could definitely I could definitely have a heart for why people stick with things yeah. longer maybe than they need to. Yeah. And um so that's a big part of it. But but the mission isn't for the mission of the church is not longevity because there's a life cycle to every church mm-hmm. and and it's not for, you know, a string of things that you can look back on and say I did that for thirty years. If that happens that's good and God can use that faithfulness. Mm-hmm. But uh but really the mission of the church is to invite people in to be grown as disciples and all this so if we're if we're doing something that's preventing that then it has to go and that's pretty tough hmm. that's so good like i don't know why i thought about this probably because you said there's a life cycle of the church but just think of you know we, we get so caught up in uh in in numbers and this that and the other when it comes to church but like think about how many churches of the first generation of churches you know that were formed how many of them are around today? You know, maybe some, who knows? I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. But like, but if it wasn't for them, those, the seeds wouldn't have scattered from those original plants to where the churches are now. So, you know, sometimes it's good to prune. Sometimes it's, it's good to close. Sometimes it's good to move, you know, who knows, you know, so that's so good. Yeah. And that, that really could be a whole other podcast. We can wind down (laughs) after this, but what's amazing is, is that if you think about a church plant and, the the people that sit there and you know sit around the booth at Wendy's and dream and write on a napkin about hey what we're going to do this week and this year and our goal and vision well then something launches and they're they're going they're moving yeah then all of a sudden this these young people that plant this church all of a sudden have kids and so their kids show up and they never get to experience sitting around at the restaurant trying to get the church off the ground they're just experiencing the church and so all of a sudden, structure forms because these parents are like trying to get their kids to have the wildfire of like what church planting was about. And in order to do that, they build in structure. And all of a sudden, the kids are institutionalized. And yeah. they show up to meetings and groups trying to get the feeling of a church plant. And then they have kids. And then by the time those kids are around, then then the church is like moved into this institutional mindset if yeah. they're not careful. Yeah. It, it just makes you think. It's not, I mean, this is off topic, but it just makes yeah. me think. Every kid on a golf plant a church, <laughs> or a church never buys a building, and then everyone every week sets up chairs. Then you will definitely always have planting mentality of setting up chairs. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's some benefit to that, and then then there's a whole other side of things. So that's another podcast. That's a whole other podcast. No, but um, but yeah, no this this has been awesome. Um, and I'll tell you what, these questions, um, I'm gonna have you uh, send me this PDF be- that you found these on. Because uh, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to digging into these um, and jumping into um, the conversation of these with with my team, bringing it back to my church and my staff. Uh, 
but yeah, so thank, I'm glad you shared these with me. I'm excited to be on this podcast today. <laughs> um, good. But before we go, um, a reminder of how much we love you guys for listening. There's, uh, it's, it's crazy. There's been steady growth of listeners, and we're so thankful for each and every one of you. Um, if you haven't, uh, we want you to invite you to check out the website, worshipleadertoolbox.com. Also join in on the Facebook group. Just search for Worship Leader Toolbox Community. And like I said, there's been a steady growth, and that's because of you guys sharing this with your team, with your network, with your church, just to um, go out to the website, find the blogs uh, that will really speak into your, uh, your church and what's going on right now. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. We're praying for you and for all our listeners as we keep making an impact in the lives of worship leaders and worship teams around the globe. Before you go, we'd also like to let you know that we have two other podcasts through our ministry. One focused on ministry leadership is called Go Harvest, and the second one is a weekly five-minute devotion called Faithful Friday. You can find out more at harvestministryteams.com podcast or go to the link in the show notes.